Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for seven years now to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how to get the best experience you can from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. You can learn more at anxietyslayer.com forward slash support. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here today with my wonderful friend Ananga Sivier. And we come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. Together, Ananga and I share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. Today, we're going to be talking about three ways fighting anxiety makes it worse and the secret to making it better. Hey, Ananga. Hi, Shen. It's always a pleasure to be with you and to record another Anxiety Slayer podcast. And I love today's topic because mm, who doesn't want the secret to making things better? Unglamorous though it is, we will talk about it. Yes. So what is the first thing that happens when we start fighting anxiety? It makes us tired. We get exhausted because we're fighting an invisible enemy all the time. It's always there and we fight it and we push it away and we state that we don't want it and we just want to feel better and we just want it to go away and it won't and it doesn't and we get very tired. I can relate to that. Absolutely. You just feel like you're fighting and fighting a battle versus allowing yourself to receive what you need to take that breath and ground yourself and do what needs to be done so you can bring your energy back. Yeah. You're fighting a losing battle. People often use that saying, if I feel like I'm fighting a losing battle, and we are, and the teaching is that what we resist persists and what we accept, we have the power to transform. So when we're having these thoughts, understandable thoughts of, I just wish it would stop. I just want to be better. I just want it to go away. We're deferring all our meaningful existence to a future time when we perceive freedom or we desire freedom from the awful state of anxiety. And it just robs us of so much energy and the resistance increases our pain. And you've talked over the years about the two arrows teaching. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, we were talking about this in the workshop on Sunday It's one of the most helpful things I've ever learned. And I I learned it from Vidyamala Birch, who we've spoken about before. She's a wonderful teacher on mindfulness and her specific area is pain, really serious daily pain and how to use mindful awareness to overcome it. And she talks about this Buddhist teaching of the two arrows. So the first arrow is the thing, the actual thing, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain anxiety. It's the fact of it. It's the arrow that pierces our body. The second arrow is really where the stress comes in. It's the suffering over our suffering. It's where the mind goes by default, where 
we're witnessing the pain and looking at the pain, looking at the anxiety, and then we start wishing it would just stop. It would just go away. We start thinking about all the things it's stopping us doing, how awful it is. So that second arrow is the arrow of emotional awareness that goes on the pain and, and just amplifies it and describes it in all its horrible glory. What Vijimala teaches is that when we just stick with the original arrow and learn to develop some tolerance for it, although it's a, not an easy thing to do, but if we make that our intention and that's what we work with, then we're left with one degree of pain instead of the pain and all its resultant exploding emotions. It really plucks the drama out of what's going on. It does. So that you, okay, if I accept what's happening and I know how to best care for myself, this is the best I can do right now. And to, to remember and to continue to, to tell yourself that uh, so that you don't go off and, and create all of these other stories that brings that second arrow to life. Yeah, and the mind will do it. It will default to that second arrow. It's the same as Pema Children. She teaches when we're having runaway thoughts, just label them, thinking. Uh -huh. Don't get into the emotional content of it. Right. They are, on one level, just thoughts. And the same, you know, you can have these, oh, second arrow thoughts. That's the second arrow thought. Okay, and just start noticing them and labeling them. And, and from that, you start to contain them and have less of them. And then you're dealing with the original arrow, which is hard enough. But it's the second arrow that really makes a whole mountain out of our suffering. Mm. And another way that fighting anxiety makes it worse, is it can steal the moment. It can take the present moment away from you, which really is the only place where we can heal and, and make good choices for ourselves. It takes it right away. It does, which is a, you know, it's a grand theft. It's a, it's a big deal. Either we will have ourselves in the past lamenting and regretting over past mistakes, past situations that we wish had just played out differently, but they're done and they're gone. It's happened. And the mind will go and chew over those or it will throw us into the future future projections of conflict, illness, loss, adversity. What if this happens? What if that happens? But right now, none of those things are happening. The past is past. The future is future. And if we can just take a breath and say, right now, I'm here and I'm okay. Even if it isn't as okay as we'd like to be, we're not in those places of the projections that we're creating or the past that we're reeling from right here right now i'm okay feel your feet on the floor take a deep breath drop your shoulders and be in the moment enter into that place from which you can start making choices to help yourself feel better really a powerful practice but when i first learned this it was many years ago and uh, i was attracted to byron katie's work and a big part of what she does is get gets us to identify the pieces of drama that we create by saying you know is that really true is is that true right now in this moment and generally it's not and so as soon as you can identify that and realize that right now in this moment i am okay i may be suffering there might be things happening but all of these other stories i'm creating are not True, which also ties back into the second arrow. Mm, it does. We just need to practice 
as much as possible to not let it feel the moment, to not let us project into these other stories that cause us so much more suffering. Yeah, reclaim your moment. And then the, the third way fighting anxiety causes problems is it actually gives anxiety more power. It does. It's like one of those situations where it's recommended in anger management. You know, if you can count to 10 or just take a breath before you speak, before you react and let the moment blow over. It's the same with anxiety. Our stressful resistance, it makes us more, more anxious, more stirred up emotionally. We produce more adrenaline and then we're just feeding into the anxiety storm because we're using massive amounts of internal energy. We're really at war internally and using huge amounts of energy to try and resist what we so don't want to be spoiling our lives. But it just feeds it all the more. And you say that the unglamorous secret to making this better is to tolerate what we're feeling and experiencing and keep moving forward. Yeah, last thing we want to hear sometimes, tolerate. Right. But it really works. I used to suffer terribly with what-if thoughts and projections and stories and dialogues in my head. I'd have arguments with somebody over a situation that had never happened. I mean, I can think of a few scenarios from years ago, and to this day, they never have happened. So let's just deal with things as they come. And it's something I've had to really work hard on with myself, with my, my mind of just telling yourself, you know, that's a future projection. That's nothing to do with now. That hasn't happened yet. Why are you going there? Come back. Come back to now. You know, sometimes we just want a pill or a potion or a something that will just take the pain away. We just want it to go away. But in so many experiences in life, it doesn't happen. And it's in making peace with ourselves and learning to tolerate that we find the way to keep moving forward. So, yeah, it's unglamorous and it's not always easy, but I have repeated experience. It relieves a lot of pain. And that's also one of the core messages we've been talking lately about India's ancient wisdom teaching, the Bhagavad Gita. The repeated cautions in there to tolerate, tolerate heat and cold happiness and distress, the changing of the seasons. You know, we always have these loves and hates. I love summer. I hate winter. I like this. I don't like that. Again, it's two arrow stuff. And if we can just be with what is and try and just take a deep breath and settle ourselves with it, then we get the chance to build that moment by moment awareness and bring as much self-support into those moments as we can. Which is the best gift you can give yourself. The moment by moment awareness, the more aware of what's going on, the more resources and tools that we have to support ourselves and support our loved ones. Some of the things that, that I recommend that our listeners try is the, the long exhale breathing practice. As many have heard us talk about this before, breathing exercises are so very, very helpful. You can sit with your anxiety and ask yourself, does my anxiety have a message for me? And what do I need while you're working on your breathing practice? We talk about journaling and the importance of getting all of your thoughts out of your head and in a place where you can observe them. It's incredibly supportive to reflect on your journal entries and see where you can offer yourself some kindness and understanding. Yeah. So when we're talking about tolerance, we're not talking about grin and bear it and, you know, being a 
a person of British descent, stiff upper lip, and we've got, you know, because it's that's also rigid. It's it's rigid and it and it's uncomfortable. We're t- actually talking about softening against the emotional pain, just softening and supporting ourselves. So these practices are full of self love and self kindness to to help us settle. And I like that you. You often remind me of this, and it's something that we've talked about over the years is that when we resist something, it persists. So resistance means persistence. So this this allowing, this accepting, this tolerating while supporting yourself the best way you possibly can truly is the secret of stopping what I call, what I call and refer to, you know, stopping the madness when you when you're just in that spiral. Yeah, there's so many sayings that can help us get with an understanding of this. Entering into the eye of the storm, finding your calm place in the middle of all the chaos. And it's a wonderful gift when you can go there. It's a really wonderful thing to be able to do. Whenever you see somebody else tolerating adversity, don't you respect them? You feel some love and appreciation for them. When we learn to tolerate adversity, our self-esteem goes right up. And our inner sense of calm really grows quite beautifully. Another saying that I think really applies with anxiety is like struggling in quicksand. You're just going to go down more or a fly stuck in a web. The more they struggle, the more they get stuck. Sometimes we need to learn to develop inner stillness and just be able to sit with our pain. And it's a wonderful thing when you actually get that you can do it. It's a huge, huge relief. EFT tapping can also help make peace with yourself and with anxiety and will absolutely without question reduce the intensity of what you're experiencing and help you make even more choices to help you slay your anxiety. Yeah, if we're in pain, we're going to have internal objections to this unglamorous secret. We're going to have thoughts about, well, it's all very well and, you know, we don't like it. We can have a lot of objections to trying to stick with things that are causing us pain. EFT is fantastic for just name them and tap them through. You know, even though this is impossible for me to tolerate, I accept myself. Even though I just don't know how I can even draw a breath when I feel so awful and so scared as I do, I accept myself. Write down some EFT tapping phrases. Go to our website, anxietyslayer.com forward slash EFT and work your way through with the, the diagram and help yourself make peace with the parts of you that are really struggling with anxiety. And I think it's important to share it, that every small step you take each day helps you feel better and better. These baby steps, the Kaizen way, you know, baby steps, get comfortable with each of these areas, find out what works for you, what makes you feel the best. And then all of a sudden you have all of these choices and they're all supportive and loving and sweet so that you can move beyond what you're feeling right now, what you're experiencing right now with as much love and self-support as possible. Yeah, and in time, time will pass and anxiety will settle and you will get the chance to rest, regain some strength. And instead of daily battles which exhaust you, you start to practice daily acts of kindness which support you and nourish you. And over the passage of time, you can look back and find yourself in a completely different place where you're much more peaceful and self-respecting and and confident and again keeping the journaling in mind will really help you develop those steps forward and monitor your progress.
Thanks so much for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We hope you found this episode supportive and we invite you to visit the Anxiety Slayer Academy at anxietyslayer.com forward slash support to learn more about so many of the techniques and teachings we talked about today.